Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Sunday. A day to worship. Worship a small egg-shaped ball. Oh no, he drops the ball. Just as long as I'm here in your arms, I could be in no better place. I've got to respect the ball. You're simply the Long live rugby league. Woo! Oh, you gotta love your rugby league. Two, three, four. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the Triple M Sunday Sim. And good afternoon, right across the Triple M network through the East Coast, Queensland, New South Wales, and all across the country via the Triple M NRL app. It's the Sunday Sinbin, and it's thanks to our mates at Bryden's Lawyers. 1-800-848-848. Maroon is my name. Uh, just before I introduce you to our panel of experts, our poll today, Maroon's poll is out nice and early. The question is, should Anthony Seabold walk away now? Should Anthony Seabold walk away now? Triple M NRL Facebook or at triple M NRL, uh, dot com. Um, let's now introduce this panel of absolute legends. The Raging Bull, who's in our uh, beautiful studios in Brisbane in Caxton yeah. Street there, the Gordon Tallis studio. Here he is, no, Gordon Tallis. Actually, are they moving me for that? I'm in the Anthony White Ant Maroon studio. Oh, actually, that's that's is, up yeah. and running oh, now up there. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Mm. It's fantastic. Well, yeah, I'm not no, a white so ant, and no, and I'm no. not from Brisbane, so we no. know you're telling lies. <laughs> no, but it's a beautiful day up here, and uh, been some good footy played over the weekend. Can't wait to dig into it. Yeah. Hey, Gordy, has that studio still got the uh, set of drawers, and you open it up, and it's got the little tins? Yes. Biscuit tins full of cash. Yeah, like those little green ones, but I can't find the keys. Yeah, and uh, it's like he's bolted them to all the drawers. Yeah. It's just I just wanted um, our producer Tom Birmingham said just said to these blokes three minutes ago, "Don't speak till Maroon introduces you." Uh, James Triceps Hooper, welcome to you, the King of Cash. Big week, mate. Congratulations on some of your articles this week. Oh, one about Seabold. Yep. Um, you know, as a, your mentor, I'm one of your biggest supporters. I don't know if you're a mentor, but <laughs> I, thank you. I appreciate no, your support. I am your mentor. So, And look at this. Off the fresh – we're getting like the roosters. We've got the best interchange bench. We lose one, we get one. We lose Kenty and we get Brent Reed from the Australian. How are you, Reedy? I'll try not to be as angry as Kenty. I right. can't promise anything. No, it's been a very hectic week. Right. Well, the end of my tether, Maroon. Okay. Well, it's been a hectic season. Yeah, it has. Uh, you know what? I th- I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Weren't you going to Newcastle today? Now you won't be able to yeah. go. That's, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. I'm really upset about mm. that. A two-hour drive, such <laughs> yeah. a pleasant drive on a Sunday night at about 8.30. That 1996 Hyundai Elantra oh. you've got, that wouldn't have made it up there. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I mightn't have got back, yeah. No. I would have got up there, I mightn't have got back. Can we help him out, some one of ours? Can we get him yes, a Triton a tr- or something? Oh, how good would that be? That bloody thing, that car. We got camping too, that would be so good. Uh, I noticed Triton's you don't even. tough for someone like Reed. Yeah, he wouldn't see over the steering wheel, would Gordy, he? we're Queen, we're going to stick together, Gordy. We're Queenslanders, uh, come I, on. I noticed you don't even bother oh, putting the so windows up anymore. Oh, Queenslander. Always a Queenslander. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, so um, should Anthony Seabold walk away right now? I say he should. We'll get to that a little bit later on. And that's Maroon's poll uh, at the Triple M NRL Facebook at Triple M underscore NRL. Right. Let's start off with uh, the game so far that we've had this round. And the Parramatta Eels, 14, Storm nil. Panthers, 38, Sharks, 12. That's 10 in a row now for the Panthers. So congratulations to the Panthers. Dragons, 28, Broncos, 24. That's 12 of 13 that they've lost, the Broncos. 12 of their last 13. Raiders, 36, Titans, 16. 
Uh, Roosters 38, Tigers 16. Last night, the Rabbitohs 56, Manly 16, and it was 38-0 at halftime. So we're going to talk about those games shortly, but they're the scores thanks to tyre power. We're going to speak to Campbell Graham very shortly from the Rabbitohs. We'll get him up. So we might just start the discussion around that. Uh, interesting, it was one of those games, Hoops, where it's 38-0 at half time. You're thinking, could this get to 60? And it nearly did. Brilliant performance from the Bunnies, Anthony. We've been waiting for him to click into gear. And obviously Wayne Bennett uh, had been away from the Redfern setup for a couple of weeks after uh, he was placed in that COVID hold. But uh, the wily old gunslinger was back and uh, the Bunnies were on song. A double to Alex Johnson before he went off injured and also a double to Luttrell. Uh, and Manly... They just weren't at the races whatsoever. I felt for them because the weight of possession in the first half, mm-hmm. I think Des Hasler mm-hmm. pointed out in the press conference afterwards, uh, they only had 20 sets with the football, which um, seems extraordinarily low in terms of numbers. Uh, but the Bunnies take nothing away from them. They well, were right on. Campbell Graham is on the Triple M NRL hotline now. He's a Rabbitohs boy. He's a local kid from the local area, and uh, he's on the phone now. Campbell Graham, welcome for the first time to the Sunday Sinbin. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You know what? I did enjoy uh, Campbell as a Rabbitohs supporter. It was nil all. And next time you gave you guys gave Manly the ball back, we were up 20 nil. Yeah. Um, the first eight minutes of the game, I thought, were a real challenge. The arm wrestle was pretty pretty tight there. And then um, it sort of opened up for us. Manly come up with an error and we were able to capitalise off that. And we, we were just focused on completing our sets, to be honest. And um, a few opportunities came up. Um, you know, about 10 minutes into the first half and we, we really focused on just sticking to the basics. I know it sounds cliche, but that, that's what worked for us last night and um, opportunities came up and we were able to take them, so yeah. Campbell, congratulations. Four in a row for the Bunnies now and it sets it up for this blockbuster uh, Thursday night against the Eels at Bankwest. What have South Sydney got to do to claim a major scalp against one of the top four, top five sides? Because we've seen you be able to carve up against uh, the sides beneath you on the ladder, but to date, we haven't seen you be able to get the job done against some of those better teams. Yeah, it's definitely something that we're going to look at this week, I think, is probably... um Defensively, I feel like we we were probably a bit disappointed to leak three tries in the in the second half, and um, you know against the better teams, you can't you can't really um, take the foot off the throat there. You, you want to sort of keep them, um, you know, you want to keep it, the pressure on them as much as you can for the whole eighty. And I thought the first forty was obviously a very very good one for us, but um, that second forty is probably where we want to improve, and um, you know really focus on our defence and. You know, it would have been a goal for us to keep Manly to nil last night. And, um, you know, they, they came out and scored a few tries on us. So that's something that we'll probably look at. And that's probably something that we'll need to improve if we want to, um, you know, take it to the top 10. Okay, well, we saw Wayne obviously been away a couple of weeks. We saw him in the uh, in the coach's box. He was having a laugh. And he looked pretty happy. What did he say afterwards to you guys? Yeah, he was, he was um, you know, very pleased with our performance overall. The first 40, like I said, was pretty... Um, you know, we really weren't under the pump at all in defence just because we were completing um, an attack and made it very easy for ourselves. Um, you know, it's it's, um, it's it's a very enjoyable game when you're completing sets and, um, you know, you don't have to defend too much in your line, you're not under pressure. So, um, yeah, he, he was very happy after the game, but, um, you know, short turnaround, we've got power this week and I know that'll be a tough one, so... We can't get too ahead of ourselves. You know, it was a great win, but, um, you know, you've got to try to put that behind you pretty quick 
on the short turnaround. So, uh, yeah. Hey, um, Campbell, when Wayne Bennett was coaching the Broncos 20 years ago when he was 70, he used to hand out fines. <laughs> he used to hand out fines if people were late or whatever. I don't know whatever yeah. happened to the money because he's such a tight ass. But did you yeah, boys yeah. sort of find – you, did uh, did uh, you guys get together, the senior players, and fine him for breaking COVID? <laughs> no, the fines came in just after we broke COVID rules, which is a bit of a coincidence there. <laughs> yeah, maybe what about the team fine? Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, we're getting fined for penalties and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that's probably a good point. I should bring that up the next team meeting. But um, No, 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 no. No, no, get someone like Sam Bird just to bring it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit there quiet. Yeah, I'm, 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 Speaking of Sam Burgess, Campbell, talk to us a little bit about his influence around the group since he's come back inside the South Sydney bubble because the club was sort of uh, stuttering along and you'd win one, you'd lose one, and you weren't really setting the world on fire. But it seems as though since Sam's been back in and around the group more uh, that there's been some more consistency across the board in terms of your performances. Yeah, he's huge for us, Sam. Uh, training, he, he really sort of, um, you know, he really pushes us to get our mindset right for for games, and um, you know take a lot of pride in in the jersey. And you know, no one probably no one does that more than Sam. Is you know take pride in in the club, and um, he's really really pushed that on us uh, this year. And he's he's you know he's been into the senior players about taking on some extra responsibilities there, and you know leading by example, and um, us younger lads you know follow suit. Um, so. He's been huge for us there, and, and he's been working real hard with the middles as well, and um, especially the boys coming off the bench. I think they've done a great job for us. We've worked very closely with them, so um, I think it's going to show on the field. Campbell, probably before the season started, everyone knew you had a great back line, but the question mark was over your forward pack. They seem to have stepped up to the challenge. Have they spoken about that as a group? Yeah, like I, like I said, like I just touched on, uh, the bench especially is really impressed lately. And, um, you know, Keon Colomitoni, Paddy, Paddy Mago, and, um, you know, players like Mark Nichols have, have really been in great form for us. And they've been huge coming off the bench. And, you know, starting middles like Tom and, and Junior, they're probably, in, you know, somewhat career best form. And, um, you know, Cam's very consistent through the middle. So, you know, the middles are really laying a platform for us and it, it makes. Um, job on the edge a lot easier. It creates opportunities for Cody and Renner and, um, you know, the couple of tries there last night where, you know, I know we scored on the wing, but all, all the work was done through the middle, through the middle script, play the balls, and we just got to execute on the on the edges, which we were able to do last night. So, um, you know, I can't give them enough wraps, especially, like I said, the younger boys coming off the bench. Yeah, good on you. Good to catch up with you, Campbell. Congratulations to the Rabbitohs. As we always say when they have a win, glory, glory. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good on you, mate. Campbell Graham joining us from the Sassity Rabbitohs last night's win, 56 points to 16 over poor old Manly. It was 38 nil at half time, And, uh, yeah, it was a great night uh, at um, ANZ Stadium. So you were out there, weren't you, Anthony? I was yeah. out there, yeah. Give us a bit of a rundown. What was it like out there last night? Well, we had uh, we went to the Chairman's Club, me and the great Spud Carroll. Oh, did you? With right. our two uh, lovely wives. Right. Um, was that a charity gig for yourself? No, or? it was just I got invited, so off I went. 
There was no, fo- no folding? No, there's never any folding from Souths, mate. You know I'm no. a man that loves money, but I never take money from Souths. Well, that's not my information. Well, well your information, as usual, is wrong. <laughs> no, I've got it on very good authority that you were there in a paid capacity last night. Absolutely no paid capacity. The only thing I was paid was a beautiful piece of uh, steak from the wonderful job they do at ANZ Catering at ANZ Stadium. Um, <laughs> I chased it down with a couple of pie- Garlow's pies. Yes, yeah. uh, Gordon. Who does who does the great Spud go for? Well, he could said he, uh, uh, Renee Gardner played for both clubs, and yeah. he was you know, like a legend at both clubs. Yeah, he told Renee he kind of like loves both clubs, but obviously with Manly he won a premiership, so he's got a fair income hotspot for um, uh, Manly. But I mean, if you've had anything to do with the Rabbitohs, you're a Rabbitoh. Look at even Brian yeah. Fletcher; he had dozen no, years with Rooster. Roosters, but he's a South man. Really? Yeah, he's a South man for that two years no, he no, had. No, 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 Ask me the question, then you tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Don't well, get me. I'll tell you what, today I'll storm out of this joint. <laughs> Will you? Paul Kent's Can not here again. Based on what? Paul Kent, what's he do one week on and one week off? Paul yeah. Kent. I've got a, already got a stack yeah. of emails about him. Mate, what do they do yeah. with the best sides? When they get the opportunity, they freshen up the best players leading into the yeah. finals. Well, you exactly. won't be getting a rest, yeah. right? And but Gordon, myself, yeah. and Kenty are all on yes. the rotation process. Yeah. We'll all be taking a week off where necessary. Is, Gordon, hey, is, 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 is Paul Kent playing in the finals, is he? No, the seven dwarfs have come to town and one of them got sick. <laughs> one of them got COVID. So anyway. he had to join in. Hey, mate, tell me this because, Tommy, because I can't see you guys, but Tommy Birmingham, like a producer, always walks in in a manly jersey. Is yeah. he wearing it today? Because nah. he's so staunch. No, nah. so no, he's dumped it. Tommy. He's wearing his no, he's, other he's, jumper. He's wearing a weird coloured uh, beige or brown <laughs> sort of sweater. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that, Rudy, yeah. but I wasn't going to articulate yeah. it on radio. Nah. <laughs> he's Nana knitted it for him, but she's a uh, really bad diabetic. She lost. Lost a sight about 15 years ago. <laughs> she hasn't done a bad job. She thought it was Navy, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry about that. Oh, did sorry, that, Tommy. Oh, sorry, mate. I didn't know your nana was. Sorry about that, Tom. <laughs> All right, boys. So uh, here is the, um, the the poll once again. Should Anthony Seabold walk away right now? Uh, Triple M NRL Facebook or the Triple M uh, at Triple M underscore NRL. So, boys. Yes, yeah, sorry, Hoops. Radio will have some strong statements to make about that because yeah. he's been a very staunch I know he has it's a strange mm. one sometimes to my detriment I have been yeah, mm. my relationship mm. with Wayne's not as strong as yeah. it once was because I, I, back, I back the change but anyway yeah. you it's, move on it's like one of those hey, women that falls in love with a guy change, in prison hasn't really? <laughs> worked out the best Cordy has it <laughs> I tried to tell you, didn't I? Yeah, you tried to, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, plenty we'll, did. Well, there's plenty to talk about in relation <laughs> to... Stanford. Made that, listen, those two weeks in Stanford. Uh, Harvard. Was it Harvard, Stanford or was Harvard. 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 Yale? Harvard, come on. Oh, was it Yale? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, it was Ipswich Grammar. <laughs> oh, don't bag your grammar, Gordy. Uh, All right, boys, let's try and get the train back on the tracks here. <laughs> Manly season is over. The Rabbitohs were good last night, Reedy, but some might suggest, as Hoops did, they just need to get a big scalp. They've won four in a row, but yeah. they need to get a big scalp. I mean, it was a very understrength Manly side. Let me sing. You know, whenever they haven't got Tommy Trevojevic playing, they're not as good Manly. We've seen that. Um, they were under strength. South were really good, though. I mean, look, I, I didn't think South could win the comp. I haven't thought they could win the comp all year. But as long as they stay injury-free, and from what I saw last night, they're in a, I, I think they're a better chance than I thought they were. 
Um, you know, but you want to see them beat a decent team. That's got to be the next step for them. It was interesting hearing from Campbell Graham there where he said since Sam Burgess has come back in to the Redfern setup that he's challenged some of the senior players because in recent weeks, since they have strung a few victories together, it's been the likes of Adam Reynolds, Cody Walker, Damian Cook that have taken greater ownership and started to really make sure that the team is winning games. Mm. Uh, in Let's go to Manly there. Obviously, Manly's season is over, and we've touched on uh, Tom Trebojevic, and he's still not back, and he's still a few weeks away. And there is some talk, which I think is absolute bunkum, about him not coming back this year at all. What is the point of that for people who pay membership to go and watch Manly play? Okay, just before we get into that, what is absolute bunkum? <laughs> bunkum. Oh, that's our, our headmaster used to say that. Out of that. Your yeah. or what bunkum, is that? it means bull. Mm. Bull. Absolute Garbage. bull. Garbage, yeah. yes. Yeah. Right, okay. Like like rubbish. Yeah, that's okay. good, Maroon. Bunkum. Yeah, yeah, I don't absolute. mind that word. That's like, a good so word. Why, would you, why are you going to mothball the guy? I was going to call you adult, but I actually think bul- mm, bunkum is actually a pretty good word. I was going to call you a halfwit. Well, something that ended in wit anyway. Mate, do you think you could stay on track? We've only been on for 15 minutes. Okay, so no, Manly, uh, I'm with you. I think if Tommy Turbo is fit and available, then Mm. absolutely no reason why they wouldn't bring him back. But given his history with hamstring issues, given the fact that uh, there's no question the New South Wales State of Origin team will be looking at trying to bring him in uh, to whatever they are going to do at the end of the season – you just don't want to rush him. So given that he's been out for the majority of the year anyway, I can see why Manly are taking a safety-first approach. Mm. I, I would th- Manly will want him back, obviously, because, you know, they're paying him a lot of money to play football. And regardless if they're out of finals contention, you want to finish the season well. But he needs to play for New South Wales. He needs to have a couple of runs before Origin, I think, because they will pick him. Freddie will pick him in whatever squad he has, 24, 25 players. Tommy will be there regardless. But... You'd like to see him get a couple of runs in before Origin, I would think. Mm. What and what about Manly Gordy this year? Obviously, injuries, you know, cruel yeah. their their year. But we did say at the start of the year they got a great squad, but they don't have depth. But then again, they went so far with the injuries, but then it just got all a bit all got the better of them. Yeah, well, it was you know, and the great judges, Maddie Johnson, I like, were saying that Manly was, you know, in the long grass, and they had a chance of shocking it if if everything stayed fit. And obviously, you know, with the season, with the injuries, with the real changes, probably hasn't gone their way. And last night it was an un Desi has the like team performance on it, like they don't normally do that. And you know, I think he even took off his headsets at half time. So what he was saying to him wasn't listening. So mate, the messages he was sending out in the first half didn't didn't work. So he just took off his headsets and watched the second half. But um, yeah, I reckon if you're a Manly fan, you'd be really disappointed with where they're at um, at the moment. And you know, when you lose players, and every side has lost players, but to lose one player and it affects your performance that much, it's pretty alarming, isn't it? That if Tommy hurts himself next year, that you can write your season off. Yeah, well, it gets even worse, Gordy, because there's just a little bit of breaking news starting to surface now where Moses Suley, uh, who has been one of their best performers when on the field all season, yeah, has suffered a Liz Frank fracture, and that means that he'll be out for between three and five months. So the Seagulls can't take a trick on the injury front this season, Anthony. And they missed Dylan Walker's the other guy who hasn't Mm. played a lot of footy. And obviously when you – you know, that's two players out of their spine they're missing, and they don't don't have any depth, Manly. You know, once you get beyond their top – not even the top 17, really. The top 15, they really slide yeah. away. So you miss two blokes out of your spine like that, it's hard. 
makes yeah. it real hard. But they should be playing better than what they produced last night. Absolutely. The other one that they're missing, Rudy, and that mm. they've missed desperately all season is Manasi yeah. Fanu, the little hooker. And because uh, nobody was able to foresee what happened to him in terms of that off-field uh, incident at the church, then as a result of that, they let Appy Corrissau go to Penrith. Yeah. He's since mm. become buyer of the year yeah. uh, out at the Panthers and had them absolutely flying uh, on top of the competition ladder. And meanwhile, Manly, uh, they've struggled for cohesion. Do, do we have any sort of an update for Manly fans on where we're at with Manasseh Fanu? I think he was in court this week. I think Friday, mm. Thursday or Friday he was in court. I'm not sure what happened. I didn't uh, I didn't follow up on it, actually. I forgot about it. Okay, thank you, Reedy. Thanks for bringing that up. No, thank you very much for coming in at late notice. When, uh, does anyone know where Paul is? Are we? Uh, do you know, Hoops, what's happened with Paul Kent today? Yeah, he's in scene two. Um, they're coming out with Snow White at the moment. He was given a freshen up by station management. There's right. an edict going around. Yep. Uh, they want Gordon to have a freshen up. They, Kent, he's got a freshen yeah. up this week. I'll have a freshen up. Reedy will have a freshen up. Yep. Uh, because they want us all ready to rumble for the big yeah. end of season mm-hmm. games come September, October. Will I be getting a freshen up? No. Why? No. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You'd have to take that well, up. Well, I might. Management. If I don't get one, I'll just bung one on. Maroon, I've just... never been on here before, but your lack of control over this whole studio is on the Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Mate, you've just come on here and I've given you the biggest rap and you've turned around and said that. Right, well, I'm on radio, That's but to actually see it in action. Right into this show. <laughs> you're gonna get. You're gonna get, mate. You are a bully. You are. Oh, let's take a break so away. we can sort this bloke out. Talk about. He's got more front than DJs. We'll take a break. We'll come back and talk about the Broncos wow. as Triple M rocks the footy. The Triple M Sunday Sinbi. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to the Sunday Sinbin for our friends at Bryden's Lawyers. 1-800-848-848. Now, we have got uh, Gordon Tallis with us. We've got Brent Reed from the Australian filling in for Kenty. Uh, we've got Hoops and we've got Maroon here. Maroon's poll today. Should Anthony Seabold walk away now? I say he should. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. You can just go to Triple M NRL Facebook. Uh, Maroon at Triple M NRL. I uh, beg your pardon, not Maroon at Triple M, but... Uh, uh, hang on, I'll come back to that. I've, I've completely. I don't know what it, where that came That's from. That's what we call a loose carry. Yeah, Anthony. it was, wasn't yeah. it? You got distracted. At Triple M underscore NRL. <laughs> there we go. Or Triple M NRL Facebook page. But we're going to talk about the Broncos now, which has absolutely just gone absolutely pear shaped this year. And your man uh, Seabold is at the helm of it all, Reedy. Uh, and on his watch, we've seen them lose 12 of their last 13. We've seen online defence, which is absolutely woeful time after time. We've seen coaching staff breaking COVID curfew. We've seen players. We've seen star players sign elsewhere. The, the best effort they've put on this year is when Anthony's been in curfew. I say he well, has got to go. They won their first two games. Oh, so they won the their best, first two not games, Not the best right. effort they okay. put on this year, Maroon. Let's yeah. clarify that. Well, okay, yes. Yeah. Well, you go. Okay. They won their first two games. Since they've come back, they've won one game. Yes. Mate, he has to walk away now. If I'm a Broncos supporter, I say he's got to go. At Triple M NRL Facebook, uh, at Triple M underscore NRL, let's talk now about the um, the Broncos. Uh, Hoops, you spoke to Tavita Pengai Jr., through the week. We got some of that interview. Just talk us through it before we go to it. Well, obviously, Tavita's been a huge story over the last 
couple of weeks because he's been stood down indefinitely by the NRL and we were trying to get him on NRL 360 during the week last week. We weren't able to make that happen, but uh, fortuitously we were able to secure an interview for Fox League on Friday night. Uh, and so I, I spoke to Tavita Friday and look, he is adamant and maintains that he wants to be part of the solution, not part of the problem at the Broncos. Uh, I have heard a lot of criticism, and rightly so, that they thought it was a PR stunt uh, in relation to Tavita, that he's merely trying to go on the charm offensive, uh, curry back favour with the club and uh, not have his contract torn up. And I've got to say, I think there are elements of that. But then, yeah, I carved Tavita up on Triple M last Sunday mm. and, and then had a missed call from an number I didn't know and it turned out to be him. And I since started to have a, a couple of conversations with him. And I've got to say, he, he did turn me to a degree. Like, I think he is genuine. I think he knows that he's made multiple errors. Uh, and I think he he's acutely aware that his career's on the line here, but he wants to remain at the Brisbane Broncos. He doesn't want his contract yeah. torn up. Just before I go to you, Gordy, let me yeah. play you some of that interview and then I'll give you all a chance to comment on it. Here's Hoops, his other gig at Fox League, talking to Davida Pengai Jr. Tavita, where do things stand between yourself and the Broncos? Um, not too sure legally, but, um, you know, I know where I want to be. I want to be at the uh, Brisbane Broncos and um, playing for uh, this club. Talk us through the bikies, the barbershop, that decision. Tell us what happened that day. Uh, obviously, I made the uh, wrong choice. I put the game at risk. Uh, you know, I have no association to any uh, bikie game. Uh, obviously, I was invited to to go down there and um, show my support. Obviously, my friend goes there for a haircut and I uh, just made the poor choice to go. And, uh, you know, I've made the wrong decision. Um, now I put the game at risk and a lot of lives at risk and uh, it was a poor decision by me but I made it my decision I put my hand up and uh, I can, just can believe that I'll do the right thing now and uh, work it towards that. You knew you were breaching the COVID bubble rules, didn't you? Yeah, I knew I was um, breaking the rule. Um, I, I admitted that in my NRO Integrity Unit uh, meeting. Of, you know, I admitted to I'm doing the wrong thing, I'm breaking protocol, and, you know, as a member of the leadership group, I needed to be better and, um, you know, working working hard to do the right thing now. And I've, you know, I've stayed home the last uh, 13 days and I'm trying to do the right thing. How many other times have you broken COVID rules, Tavita? Uh, I did a few times. I admitted that in my uh, interview with the NRO Integrity Unit, you know, that I've been doing the wrong thing. I've taken it for granted, um, you know, when this pandemic um, first broke out. Do you feel like you want to continue to play under Anthony Seabold? Um, you know, that's not my decision. Um, you know, there's, that's uh, Paul White's and Kyle Morris's um, decision. Um, you know, he's got a contract with the Broncos, as do I, and um, he's obviously gone for a tough time, but, um, you know, I hope we wish him all the best. Have you heard from him? Since you've been suspended? No, I haven't heard from him, but, you know, that's understandable. Um, you know, he's gone through a tough time with his family and, uh, you know, obviously I've met his wife and met his two daughters and he's had me over for dinner a few times. And But, uh, you know, I'm just uh, he's got his own issues and, um, you know, I just wish him all the best with, his, with the time that he's gone through. You haven't spoken to the coach, Anthony Seabold, but you have spoken to Darren Lockyer. Why is that? Um, you know, I've obviously built a relationship with Lockie, being in the leadership group, he's tried to help us along. Obviously, we have a young team. Um, 
you know, he's trying to help me to stay on the field with my um, competitiveness and um, playing within the rules. So what's the next step for you and the Broncos now, Tavita? Uh, obviously, I've got to uh, wait for my breach notice to come through and then uh, most likely have to face the board and, um, you know, show them um, that I want to stay at the club, you know, the club that I love that's given me an opportunity to play in the NRL and uh, fulfil my dream as a kid. Why should the Brisbane Broncos give you another shot? Uh, just... You know, I feel like I've, you know, I'm owning my actions. I've done the wrong thing. But, um, you know, I feel like I can um, fulfill my potential. You know, this is the first time I've uh, breached my NRL contract. And, uh, and I feel like I deserve another shot. Okay, there he is. Great stuff there too, Hoops, mate. And uh, when you ask him the question about being coached by Anthony Seabold, he doesn't seem like he's too concerned either way. In fact, I got the impression he'd probably prefer not to be coached by Anthony Seabold. I think a lot of the Brisbane players are now becoming acutely aware, Anthony, that it looks as though there is going to be a change at the Broncos. Apparently he's been called by a couple of the aspiring coaches who want Anthony Seabold's job, so I don't know, have you heard that, have you heard that Hoops? I hadn't heard that. Well, apparently right. a couple of them have called him, yeah. so look, I mean... And said I'm, what? Well, it said they want him at the club if they get if they're if they're in the hot seat next year. Right. Got any names, Reedy? Or no, I'm not going to name names, but you can guess who they are. It's well, not hard. I, well, I can, well, why don't you just tell us who they are? <laughs> why don't you just tell us? You sound like uh, Kramer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I've got to say this. Look, he's hired a PR. He's hired a PR expert to help him out, Tavita, and that felt to me like spin. Uh, mm. no, no disrespect to you, Hoops, and, and the guys who got him because good on you for getting him. But I just find it, I, th- I think it hurt. I think that has hurt his chances of staying at the club because I don't think people believe him. No. You know, I, and well, I, 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 you know I, as contrived as he may have, may have tried to be, I don't, peop- I don't think people think it's genuine. I think it's damaged him. Those interviews he did have damaged him. Um, and if I'm the Broncos... <laughs> You know, he told the NRL one thing about his breaches. He told them something else. Why would they keep him? Why would you mm. keep him around? So why is Darren Lockyer telephoning him? Then? Well, I don't know. I don't know because that's I the can't talk. answer that, that question. Darren Lockyer and there's another board member called Tony Joseph. Yep, and that they're both on side towards keeping. Well, I'm Tavita. sure you've I'm, touched on a couple of potential coaching candidates being in contact with him as well. So to me, reading between the lines, it feels as though there is quite a big push. Hmm. from influential figures at that club to maintain him. Well, you know what? That shows hoops that they're a divided club. Absolutely. Which which we know they've been all year, right? So I'm sure there's people who want to keep him at that club because they know he's a talented footballer who can win your football games. But at what price? At what price? He's not going to be able to play again this year. He can't apply to come back in the NRL until September 8 under his breach notice from the NRL. So what? There's two games left after that, three games. He won't be back this year. Look, I've met Tavita like you, Hoops, and I actually like the guy. And I think he can play football and he can play at a high level. Is he super consistent? I would say no. Does he have to get more consistent with his footy? Yes. Does he have to keep on going to the red line? Yes. But does he let his team down um, on order, on on uh, the odd occasion? Yes. But um, the Broncos can't afford to lose him, really. Of course they can, Gordy. Yes, they can. They've just lost David Fafita. How can they afford to lose him as well? Well, you rebuild. Why can't they rebuild? Yeah, they're rebuilding anyway, aren't they? If they get rid of Tavita Pangai, they've lost David Fafita. They've got over a million dollars to spend. Someone will come along. Someone will want to play. It's the Broncos. Someone will want to play there. 
A good player will want to go there. They can afford to lose him. Their he best is player not, in Katoni Staggs said that the He is not irreplaceable, Gordy. Katoni Staggs has said that there's no leadership at the club and he's wondering. A lot of players don't want to play there. What I hear, Reedy. But there'll be change, so How are they going to attract? Hey, there's hey, hold going on. to this be change. Not, this is not when Wally Lewis is captain. And when he signed, it was the most important signature ever at that club, which made Alan Langer, Gene Miles, Greg Dowling, every kid in Queensland wanted to play because Wally Lewis wore the jersey. That's not that club anymore. But the club's going to change, Gordy. There will be change in the off-season. Yep. There will be a new CEO. There is – look – there will be a new coach, let's be honest. Mm. The coaching situation will change. There will be change there. And and it's when? the Broncos. It when? is the Broncos. Well, the coaching change, I would think, look, I would think it'll be the end of the season, but I would expect there'll be movement soon on that well, front. Well, there's got to be change now because otherwise they're going to lose these guys. They're going to start to be looking elsewhere well, the, now. But they don't need, Gordy, there's six games, five games left in the year, five yep. games left. They, they don't need, they, all those young guys are on contract. for no, they, no one can talk to them till November. There'll be change before November. So they, they don't need to do so it you're now. you're telling me that NRL clubs don't ring? Well, of course they and ring. put our fears. Of course they ring, but they can't sit down with them at a table and go, Tom Deard and we're going to pay you $500,000 for the next, or put so a contract in. they can't put a contract in front of him. You are actually allowed to do that. Yeah, but you can't but put a contract in front of him. The aren't allowed to have a contract yeah. presented to them and they're yeah. not allowed to sign it and rival clubs can't register it with the NRL until November it's, 1, the year and before And by November 1, there will finishes. be change. There will be a new CEO. I'd be stunned if there's not a new coach. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tavita's not irreplaceable, Gordy. No, I agree. I agree. Dave Fafita's hard to replace in Tavita Pangai. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've I got think... no doubt. But listen, Fafita was the last one that they signed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but there was a reason for that. Let's be, let's be fair, right? There was a reason for that. There was a managerial dispute going on. Well, David you talked Fafita. About, but you talked about spin before, right? And yeah. The fact that uh, Tavita, Tavita Pangai yeah. has hired uh, a, a PR agency to help him with his image, right? Mate, I had nothing to do with them until mm. the absolute 11th hour, I get a phone call from the bloke. And he says, oh, mate, by the way, I'm doing this. And I went, well, hang on. I've been dealing with Tavita this whole time anyway. Mm. And he said, oh, okay, all right, well, fair play. And so we did the deal separate to that. But in relation to uh, Fafita and the supposed management dispute, was that not just like yes, there was a managerial yep. dispute, but was that, Is that not what just Broncos convenient told spin? You, Reedy? Because in the end, right, he ended up doing the deal did, with yeah. the bloke that he was supposedly in dispute they with. They cocked it up. <laughs> they cocked it up. So I, that no was spin that. as I'm well. To, I'm not going to sit here and say they 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 were without fault on Dave Fafita. I mean, it was it's a blunder. It's a blunder they'll regret for probably the next ten years. They stuffed it up. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, Tavita Pangai is not irreplaceable for that football club. I'm saying because they stuffed up the Fafita signature, they should keep Pangai. They get him on half the price. price? They get him on half the price, right? You think you'll take half the price? You get him on a last chance. Well, he's on six fifty. You think he's going to take three hundred to stay when the Warriors are going to offer him seven eight hundred? You think he's going to take three hundred to stay? He's already signed. Yeah, but if they try and cut his contract in half, that contract's torn up. You can't cut a bloke's contract in half. What, is that what the Broncos want to do? They're going to cut it in half. Well, you just said signing for 300. No, what he meant was it's half what Fafita. It's half what Fafita was going to cost, right? He's on 650. Yeah. We've got, hang on, we've gone oh, orienteering okay. and we've lost the yeah. compass here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You've confused me. You're throwing right? me. Fafita is on, Fafita's on whatever it is, yep. $1 million plus next season with the Gold Coast. But Tavita Pangai is only on $650,000, maybe a little bit more for next year and the year after. If I'm the Broncos, I bank on keeping him. You put a clause in saying one more stuff up, that's it. All bets are off. We don't have to pay you anything. And, and then the ball's in his court. When, when your club is as dysfunctional and 
uh, in disarray as the Broncos are, are you going to keep a bloke like that? Are your you going to keep a bloke right, like that? Your man, Anthony Seabold, got a five-year deal with an option for a sixth season yeah. in his favour. And, and you're going to sit here and try and argue with me <laughs> that Tavita Pangai is bad for the Broncos. Well, do you given, think, given do you the think Anthony Seabold will be the, the next situation year? that they're in at the moment? Do you moment? think Anthony Seabold will be the next year? God, no. Million okay. to one. Well, they're getting rid of him. Well, they're they going to get rid of him. pay him out. Of course they can. They're a $50 million business, Corey. They can pay him out. A publicly listed company with shareholders are prepared to give someone that's not going to work there $3 million. Yes. Wow. How are they going to actually? Because, you know, it that, hurts their bottom line. You raise a great point, He won't point, get the full Gordon. amount, Gordy. They'll settle. You raise he a great get point, the full amount. If he How wants I'm... to keep on coaching, right, if he wants to keep on coaching, he is no longer going to keep on coaching. You sack me. And if they sack him, they pay him the full amount. And that's what I heard what Seabolt wants to do. Well, if he does, he wants them pay. to sack him and then... Gordy, the Broncos aren't going to sack him. Gordy, they're a $50 million company. They can afford to pay out Anthony Seabold. I think their shares are dropped. They have. Everyone. Yeah. Grady, can I ask you this? Yes, ask me. What do they do in relation to Seabold in this slot? We're all in agreement here that he's clearly not going to be the coach there next season. But he's still got four years, including the option that's in yep. his favour. Yep. That's four years at $800,000 a year. That's a $3.2 million payout. What do they do in relation to that? Well, do they do, like? Do they have to pay it in we, full, or do they try and negotiate yeah, some sort of exit so that everybody saves a little bit of face? Or well, of course they'll try and uh, yeah, they're gonna they would they will try and negotiate an exit. Yeah, of course they will. Now, if and what if he wants, says no? Well, if he says and what if he goes, no, no, I want to keep on. Coaching. You know what, Gordy? If he says no, you just keep paying him and keep going along, and eventually Anthony will get another job, and that reduces the. He'll amount get another got. job. Well, of course he will. Anthony Seabold. Well, you think no one will ever hire him ever again? You th- do, you think he's, do you think he's unemployable now? No. I think he's oh, unemployable as an NRL coach. As an NRL head coach, he's going to struggle. But he'll get a job somewhere, and once he gets a job somewhere he else, might get a job that at the mitigates Carmel how Cougars. much prison got to pay him because he's, he's getting employment elsewhere. Would the Waterloo Waratahs take him? I don't in? think they would, to be honest with you. I'd, <laughs> I, I'd, I'll just storm into the Grosvenor Hotel and put an end to that. Well, Reedy, I think you make a good point, though, about Tavita Pengai Jr., and I think they should let him go as well. And one thing we've overlooked there, Hoops, is that he, you asked him the question, how many times have you broken the COVID rules? Yes. He doesn't even know how many times. He, what is going on in that well, joint? Well, he did know because he told the NRL how many times he breached it. He yeah. just didn't want to tell Hoops the minute on camera, I assume. I, I think the other big one as well was he made this phone call to Nick Politis at the Sydney Roosters. And, you know, when we asked about that, he said, oh, no, it's been misconstrued and it isn't as it's been presented in the media. Well, I've got to say, I disagree with him really strongly on that. Um, I think he was genuinely curious as to whether there would be an opportunity Mm. at the Roosters for him next season. And look, given the plight of the Broncos and um, the absolute shit sandwich that that club has turned into this season, I've got to say, I can understand why he's picking the telephone up yeah. and asking somebody who he's got a rapport with and who has previously tabled contracts to try and get him to the Roosters. I can understand why he wanted to see if there was any interest there. So did the Roosters say no? Yes. Mm. I don't think it got that far, Gordon. Tra- they haven't got, like, with Sonny Bill coming in now at this late stage of the season and everything else, uh, it's as simple as... They don't have the room for next season. I'll tell you what. Here's why the Broncos, another reason the Broncos shouldn't keep him, right? Trent Robinson was asked about him. And Robbo said, what, what was the exact quote? Something like, he, he doesn't fit this club, mm, mm. right? That's a club with a great culture. Yeah. And, and their coaches said, no, he doesn't fit with us. 
Well, why should he stay? Why would Brisbane keep him? Absolutely. Boys, we've got to take a break, but that's a good wrap if you want to have your say. Should Anthony Seabold be walk away from the Broncos job now? You can go to Triple M NRL Facebook at Triple M NRL, and we will take your vote on Anthony Seabold. It's Reedy who's coming off the back fence today. Hoops, who's done a wonderful job there too with uh, Tavita Pengai Jr. And the uh, Raging Bull in the Caxton Street Studios. We'll take a break for Brydens and we'll come back with more as Triple M rocks the Brisbane Broncos. Sunday Simbi. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. It's been a great start from the boys today and it's tyre power scoreboard. There's a couple of games coming up today. We'll keep you across those scores as well. So there's a couple of games today. Doggies, New Zealand Warriors at ANZ Stadium. Newcastle and the Cowboys in the beautiful city of Newcastle. At tyre power, get up to $150 cash back on selected BF Goodrich tyres. Time to lighten things up with a little bit of this. From the makers of The Earth is Flat and I'm Only Having One Beer comes I Call BS. All right, this is where the boys just let just let off some steam, something that they just don't think is going right in their personal life or in the world of rugby league. I Call BS on this, Hoops. This happened. Like, what about when you go to the footy and you want to watch the footy and somebody just sits down next to you and just wants to chat about anything that's going on in life. So last night I'm at the footy and this guy named Mick, he said he never listens to Triple M, so he's not listening anyway. Mick said that uh, he sat down beside me and he said that um, he almost didn't make it to the footy last night because the night before he had prawns and they'd given him gout in his left foot and he couldn't get the doctors to get the gout tablets, so uh, he almost didn't make it to the footy. Like, I'm listening to this jibber while I'm trying to watch the game and then he went on to something else where he had to park how much he had to pay for the parking how much the toll cost that new M4 toll and I thought to myself mate if you're going to come to the footy uh, and talk at least talk about footy so it's a message for everybody if you're going to the footy don't talk to the person that might be their big time out for the week I call BS on people who talk to you at the footy so that surprises me a little bit with you, Anthony, because I know how much uh, you like to just get your cajones out and shoot straight from the hip. Yeah. And I'm not sure why you wouldn't just say, Mick, with due respect, put the jibber-jabber to one side. I'm here to watch the game. Can you please leave me in peace with my wife? I yeah. want to cheer on the mighty South Sydney and keep your parking dribble and yep. whatever other boring Gout. stories about mm. the prawn yeah. luxor or whatever you've had mm. the night before for yourself. See, I'm surprised by that because I would have thought you would be the gibber at yeah. the football game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a bit that surprises me about that story. Yeah, no, well, but, I, but in, in relation to what you're saying, Hoops, I'm, I'm much more comfortable talking about people behind their back. Yeah, well, you're happy taking a shot at <laughs> yeah. Mick, was it? Mick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on national radio. But he doesn't um, but listen you, but anyway. You didn't want to say it to his face <laughs> at the yeah, football. No, he just, what a, I mean... What a palooka. And he's, he's told me five times he doesn't listen to Triple M. A tray, to gar, a, a, a tray of Garlo's pies came out. It was like a seagull. It was like a seagull attacked him. He almost knocked an old lady over trying to get to him. Anyway, anyone else? Like, you were the old lady. Wasn't Daphne Ayres, was no, it? Daphne's up on the Central Coast now. Okay. Reedy, would you like to call B- BS? Okay, yeah. I'd like to call BS whoever got you in to replace Kenty. <laughs> I'm going to call BS and all these people out there are saying Cam Smith needs to hurry up and make a decision on his future. It's Cameron Smith. He's an ornament to the game. What is, what is he in his 30th, 40th year of first grade? Yeah. Give him a breath. The bloke mm. can take all the time he wants to make a decision. 
all the time he wants. The wowsers, the the the, the naysayers, the whingers out there, just cl- just shut up. Mm-hmm. Hang on, let hang the bloke on. make a decision. Hang on, it's not the wowsers and the naysayers. It's the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> it's the Melbourne Storm's <laughs> administration well, front too. office now. So you're telling Matt, Stri- Matt Tripp and Dave Donahue to put a sock in it, are Yeah, you? put a sock in yeah. it, Dave and Matty. Okay. Come on. Trippy. Fair play. Wow, Rudy off the back fence. Oops, got- uh, I'm going to call BS on, on the Tigers players from last night. Oh. So uh, they came out a couple of weeks ago and said that Madge was too hard and the baseball bats and the boa constrictors and, you know, the way that Madge likes to red line and drive a really hard bargain as an SAS style st- uh, of drill sergeant was wearing thin and that they needed to just pull back a bit and lighten things up and try and get a bit of fun back into training and variety and whatever else. And then they come out last night. Their season's on the line. Uh, they're playing at Leichhardt Oval. Um, you know, 3,000 of their loyal members had turned out to watch them. And it was like they were on Valium for the first 40 yeah. minutes. Mm. They weren't there at all. Uh, they got mildly better for the opening of the second half. Uh, but ultimately, they were carved up by Jared Wairia Hargraves and Siwa Torquiaho through the middle. And then... The very inexperienced Roosters halves pairing of Kyle Flanagan uh, and Drew Hutchison. Mm, mm, so yeah. they're just treading water. Poor, that club treading yeah. water for twelve more months. Heaps unless they, it's your club. I mean, they need to unless they can overhaul that roster. They're going. They're nowhere. trying to overhaul it, but it's damn hard, Rudy, because it wasn't built by Madge. Mm. It was built by yeah. Ivan, and it was built by Kelly Egan. And some of the contracts that were handed out and the length of them mm. uh, leave you shaking your head. And you know, I don't begrudge Ivan for any of the success that he's having at Penrith, but he's left the Tigers in hell of a mess. If mm. what I'm hearing is correct, they're still paying Larry Corrawa's contract out. Gordon, would you like to call? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to call BS on one of our colleagues because, um, you know, some people are famous and they work on television and in radio and they work more than one or two days a week um, and they do need weekends off. And I'm talking about my little mate, Paul Kent, and someone like you, your palooka, that when someone has a day (laughs) off, you find it your right to start arguing when the poor bloke's probably having his COVID test. Who knows what he's doing? He's probably getting a breast enlargement, what you need to go get. And you always have a go at someone for having a day off. Your contract is if you don't work, you don't get paid. That's why you come in seven days a week just asking if someone needs a time off. Uh, uh, mate, I, I, Why I'm, don't you let people have a weekend off every now and then, Well, Anthony? okay, that's that's fair enough. I mean, um, but uh, I, only, <laughs> I come because I'm passionate about what I do, Gordon, right? Are you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got to say, I've heard your widening over the radio, Maroon, but in person, it's a sight to behold. Yes. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, I don't know. I don't know what your game is, Reedy, but uh, it's not. I, I'm going to have a word to our, our producer and see if it's not too late to get you up to Newcastle because you, the last thing we need is someone else to pick on me. And don't listen to what Gordon Tallis says. Gordon Tallis is the only ambassador for an NRL club who's never been to a home game. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I, uh, I call BS. I'll go on. next year when we start winning. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about matters pertinent to the NRL as Triple M rocks the footy. The Triple M Sunday Sydney. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. And welcome back to it for our mates at Bryden's Lawyers. They commit, protect, and succeed. Brent Reed, Hoops, Gordy Tallis, Maroon. Um, and just quickly, just got a couple of uh, tweets coming in. Zoran's in Marrickville says, Hi guys, Paul Kent's not there today. Happy hours going for three hours. Thank you, Zoran, for listening. Uh, <laughs> Melissa in Raymond Terrace says, Where's Kenty? He was only away a couple of he was only away a couple of weeks ago. An emoji of a sad face. Well, 
Uh, Zoran and Melissa, if you've got any issues with where Paul Kent is, take it up with management. It is nothing to do with me. I am just a colleague. Now, we've got the Warriors about to run out to take on the Doggies. Uh, and in the Warriors' side, number 18, the halfback, a young kid named Paul Turner, who apparently is going to be the next big thing. So we'll keep an eye on him during this game. But Reedy, the um, the, um, the the Seabold sympathiser, you do realise that if the Doggies beat uh, the Warriors, uh, Bron- the Broncos are coming last. Yeah, I did. It's my job to know that. Well, I'm Warriors. glad you I did know, know that. that. Yeah. Good, yes, I good. did know that. Right. Yeah. So how do you feel about that as a Seabold sympathiser? Well, they've probably been lucky to escape <laughs> for the past yes. month or so, haven't they, Brisbane? Mm, absolutely. Very lucky. What do you have against do you Anthony Seabold? I don't have anything against well, Anthony Seabold. Well, you seem to be delighting in, bagging him. in putting no, a slipper I, I haven't bagged him once. What have I done? The bloke has had a lot going on lately. Oh, well. Just the way that the cynical way you're saying I've got no issue with the man, right? Doesn't sound like it. No, I've got no issue you with the bloke. He's just having a bad year and I'm calling it as we all see it. No, so, admit it. No, I don't have anything to admit. Hoops. You're still dirty because he left South Sydney. Oh, you yeah. Are. Well, that's the worst thing that ever no, happened to are. South Sydney. <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> thing that ever happened to about South. You were get still rid of Seabold and get Wayne Bennett. You were still bitter about the fact that he left mate, Redfern. Mate, you can't let it go. Getting not Seabold leaving and Wayne Bennett coming to South is like trading in... Um, uh, uh, Reedy's bloody yeah. Hyundai for a brand new Bentley. <laughs> so let's leave it there. Who do you see winning this game? You're comparing Wayne Bennett to a, a Hyundai. No, I'm comparing. <laughs> Look, let's just leave it. I don't have any issue with Seabold, okay. but you, you seem to love him. Like, you follow him around. I like him like as a guy, yeah. dog. You know what? I like him as a bloke. Okay, well, that's yeah, good. He's that's a good great. Fella. Now, let's mm. leave that. I spent that. a bit of time with him when he was on the Northern Beaches. A good man. Okay, did you, what, yeah. just having coffees oh, and coffee walks? Coffee with him at Girdler's Grind a few yeah. times, yeah. yeah. Walks along the beach. Huh? <laughs> no, hey? no, none of that stuff. Yeah, well, listen, what goes on in your personal life is fine. <laughs> but when you come on here, you clean it up, buddy. <laughs> now, who do you like, dogs or warriors? Really? <laughs> oh, I, I like you the warriors. You know what? Buddy? I think the warriors have been playing really they well have. lately. Very yeah. unlucky not to be Penrith last week. Uh, apparently, this young Turner, he's a junior Kiwi. Yeah. Uh, they're under 20s player of the year. He's the next big mm-hmm. thing over there. And I, I think... I think the Warriors will beat them. The Warriors will get the dogs today. And Brisbane will breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, what about you, Hoops? No, I'm leaning slightly towards the uh, dogs. I think it'll be a close game. I think the Warriors have been punched above their weight given all the issues that they've had uh, thrown at them over the course of the season. Uh, but I'm just leaning slightly towards the Bulldogs. Okay. So you're thinking the uh, Broncos for the wooden spoon. What about you, an old Broncos player, Gordon Tallis? Uh... Toss of a coin. I'm going to go the doggies. Okay, mate. I'll just put the, the kickoff out in the full of dogs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good start for the Warriors. Good start. Look at, oh, oh, wow, that's a long way. Oh, about five metres. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, boys, it's a kickoff. They've kicked it out in the full. We'll keep an eye on that for it's our mates. It's very windy in Sydney today, isn't it, Anthony? It's, it's it sure is, yeah. <laughs> at Tyre Power, we're going to take a break. Come back with our two of the Sunday Sinbin featuring special guest Brent Reed as Triple M rocks the footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.